Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Alleluia, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. You know, sometimes I think the pagans have it right. Live for today. Enjoy life. Who knows what will happen when you die, so, you know, you might as well latch on to any old thing that makes you happy today. A peace and love commune? Sure. What could possibly go wrong? Reincarnation? Sure. Why not? Live your best life now? Eat, drink, and be merry? Sure. Live by your own moral code, one that suits the way that you think things ought to be. Sure. Really, that is the chief competition, if you will, to Christianity in our day and in our time, isn't it? Living the life that you think ought to be lived on your own terms. And if you're clever enough to go this build-your-own-religion route, well, you can come out smelling like a rose. You can end up with your own list of rights and wrongs and do's and don'ts that perfectly fit your personal preferences. And if you're really clever, has just enough flexibility in it to adapt as you change and grow. You can limit the amount of possible authority figures in your life Again, maybe if you're really smart, maybe down to zero. You can offer relatively small sacrifices to appease the gods, you know, rather than the sacrifice of your very self. And you can keep most of what is yours all to yourself, your time, your money, even your pride. Yes, sometimes given... How many folks really think and operate that way? I think maybe the pagans have it right. And when my own faith is low, or maybe when I come across a really unusual or weird story in the Old Testament, or even in the New Testament, I think maybe their religion is as good as the one that I hold on to. Maybe all of those scholars with their really fancy degrees, are right. Jesus was just a uh, really wise, perhaps, but, you know, just another teacher, another would-be Messiah who managed to gather around him a a group of people who participated in a grand conspiracy to steal his body from a tomb, hide it away, and then tell people he rose from the dead so they could build their own religion. Given all of the possible fun that I could be having if I just simply gave up Jesus, why do I continue to follow him, or at least try to do so? Because Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Alleluia, he is risen. Alleluia. Yeah, I might be tempted to stop believing all of this Jesus is Lord stuff if I could be convinced that Jesus really didn't rise from the dead, if there was not this historical fact or all of these facts of his apostles sincerely changing their entire life, 
or this radical new message among the Hebrew people who had a pretty consistent message for a very long time, or even eventually the whole world changing because of this eyewitness attested fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Maybe I could leave Jesus behind. Even with all of his challenging and yet moral teachings, some of which pagans today still admire, even with those beautiful parables that he tells, even with all the compassion that Jesus shows the persecuted and the outcast, maybe even with all of that good stuff, I could still give Jesus up because the central claim of Christianity is that Jesus rose from the dead. And if he didn't rise from the dead, I could probably leave it all behind. But Jesus was risen and is risen from the dead. So all of that teaching and all of that compassion and all of those parables have even more significance now than when they were first spoken or done. For then they were spoken or performed by someone who had yet to rise from the dead. But now we can look back and we can say, wow, if these were the teachings offered by Christ, then they make even more sense to us now. For as he calls us to love one another, as he calls us to sacrifice for one another, as he calls us to a life of obedience, we now see a person on the cross who lived out perfect love and sacrifice and obedience. He is not merely then a moral teacher. He is God in human flesh and form who did for us what we are called to imitate. Hallelujah, he is risen. A few weeks ago on our radio show, we interviewed a gentleman who is a priest, a high priest in the religion of Wicca. Wiccanism is really a lot like the kind of paganism that surrounded the followers of Jesus in the early church. A pantheon or a grouping of gods that each coven decides is their pantheon uh, is identified, named prayed to, even sacrificed to. The code of living among these modern-day pagans is simple. Do what you will, so long as it harms none. And isn't that really the creed of our society? In no matter how people vote, in many ways we are, we at least want to be libertarians, Right? We want to have all the freedom that we can have so that we don't hurt other people. As long as we don't do that, we're fine. And politically, that may be a fine philosophy, but spiritually it doesn't work because people are hurt when we do what we like. Indeed, the intricate weaving of our sin is more complex than we could ever hope to follow. Now, I'm not saying that every time we do anything we like, we're, uh, we're harming other people. But I'm saying that to live by a creed that says, 
go ahead and live as you like, it'll be fine because you'll never hurt anyone. If you never hurt anyone else, it just doesn't work. Maybe I enjoy something that someone else had to suffer to produce. Maybe I own a product that is itself the product of exploitation. Maybe what I can justify among myself is actually degrading to my very soul. Yeah, freedom. Freedom is great. But who are we to judge its limits? Who are we to know what hurts others? Who are we to judge our own actions? For all of the temptations to paganism, which again is a default religion that still surrounds us, even the kind of paganism that adheres to strict religious codes, I can't give Jesus up for it. For Jesus is the truth. And Jesus shows us the kingdom of God. Jesus opens the doors to eternal life to us. Jesus reveals the living and the one true God and exposes as false all the other would-be gods. For only Jesus taught as God and lived as God and died as God and was risen from the dead as God. So why can I not give up Jesus? Because I know that Jesus has been risen from the dead. And because he was risen from the dead, in him only can I or will I find the truth. Hallelujah, he is risen. And what is, as Pilate asked Jesus at his trial, truth? Well, here's the whole story of truth in one paragraph. You ready? It is God creating the entire universe. And then man as the gifted one to be steward of it. It is God calling on man to trust in him even after we have fallen into rebellion. It is God becoming a man and offering an atonement for you and for me in the person of Jesus of Nazareth. It is God not only solving, but crushing the problem of our sin. It is you and me, then, those who trust in these actions of God, who live in freedom. Not the libertarian pagan, you see. We do not have a constant push to be the best that we can be. We do not face the pressure of pleasing the gods. We trust that what God has done for us is sufficient, and that is why we have a peace that the world cannot give. We also do not get trapped in the lies of the world, the lies that tell us that what is good is evil and what is evil is good. Those lies never cash out the promise that they make, that living life on our terms brings us the happiness that we seek. So I can say to you, with absolute peace in my heart and to the whole world, trust in the risen Christ.
and in him alone. Let him be your savior and your redeemer, your way to the God of all creation. And I can say that with absolute peace because Jesus has been risen from the dead. Hallelujah, he is risen. Amen.